In this episode of the Funny Business Podcast, did you ever consider buying a remote kissing device for your long distance relationship? And on the flip side, we talk about why your phone battery percentage might be lower than you think. And I give my much anticipated March Madness review. Mike, hit the music. Turntables, and welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Yes, we are back yet again. Nothing can stop us. We are unstoppable. Uh, we may, we, we might be the best podcasting planners in the history of podcasting. Planners? Planners, like planning ahead. Uh, planning We're ahead. We're on top of our shit, and we are always here for our co-workers of the Funny Business Podcast. Nothing will ever stop us. We will be. I can't wait for episode two thousand three hundred forty nine. <laughs> um, but we are focused on today. Um, it is March, as my sign says. This is March. Thank you, Matt. We'll, we'll get into that later. Um, Mike, how are you? How are things? Oh man, well, I, I guess you gave it away that we plan our episodes a thousand episodes in advance. Sometimes we have to. <laughs> uh no definitely not that would be freaky though i know i know a lot of podcasters that i think that batch it for five episodes of podcast like they'll they'll record five episodes ahead so that way they have content to provide um but yeah i mean there's a lot of magic that happens behind the scenes to to bring an episode every week but um dude things are good things are swell but uh, I think Matt is going to be taken away from his attention uh, a little bit today in a podcast recording, as I'm already no. seeing you already distracted right now. No, nope, not distracted at all. I'm totally uh, not watching a college basketball game, not sorting out a bet that I have. Wow, I'm so surprised it's not April, but that's okay. That's <laughs> No, not April. If you just hear a random, yes! <laughs> it's not my topic, don't worry. Matt's not that Well, it could be, we don't know yet. Well, let me tell you, man. I wish I did this during the week of Valentine's Day because this thing is freaky. Let me tell you. Hot and bothered. Uh, we're gonna get hot and bothered, man. Nice. Um, maybe more bothered than hot. Am I gonna show my nipple again? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you can't control that, so maybe. I I can. <laughs> it's called censorship. Uh, Matt. Typically, uh, a lot of other countries tend to think outside the box when it comes to technology, when it comes to the way we live at life. Uh, there was a TikToker um, who I assumed to be uh, in another country. Uh, was he, She has a house that basically like is a smart house, but it definitely doesn't look like an American house. Um, but like she is... Uh, cleaning up her vegetables that she got but it kind of like bubbles and vibrates so that way it like shakes off it, it's it's very very weird but anywho um yeah technology as a whole uh matt we're gonna fly all the way out uh to good old china um okay. and matt this kind of applies to the both of us at this time um matt this is a contraption okay Okay. Um, and it's based on somebody who is long distance or a faraway lover. Okay. Matt, you like kissing, don't you? I sure do. Yeah. We've yep. done that once or twice. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> handful of times. Handful of times. Couple two tree. Probably count um, the time on my on a hand. How many times I've done it? <laughs> We've never. Uh, no. Anywho, um, so Matt, uh, there is a device uh, that uh, the Chinese that ha- <laughs> the Chinese made um, that mimics a real kiss using a warm, moving silicon lips. Um, so it is a contraption, which is apparently causing a lot of buzz on social media. So it's not a balloon. It is not a balloon. Okay. Uh, so the device, which can transmit the sound of the user's kiss, has been criticized by some as vulgar and creepy, while others see it as a way for long distance couples to share physical intimacy. The device can be paired with a mobile app. And what do you think the price is? Um, I'll give you the, the one price. It's 288 won. Um, what do you think the actual U.S. dollar price is? Uh, sorry, can you repeat the one price? Two hundred two eight eight. Oh gosh, uh, five hundred. <laughs> Lower. Uh, one hundred forty-one bucks. Okay. I don't like this. You're not freaked out yet. No, don't I'm worry. freaked out. I am. You are freaked out. Oh, I am. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, so the device is equipped with pressure <laughs> sensors, sens- wow, sensors, excuse me, uh, and actuators, which allow it to replicate the pressure, movement, and temperature of a real kiss, making it appear as realistic as possible. Um, so the users can download the mobile app and plug in the device into their phone's charging port uh, to send a kiss to their partner during a video call. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, I, I oh, how do I want to phrase this? I've been doing long distance for a long You've time. You've been doing long distance kissing? No, just long distance. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I just no. This is a flat no. Um, were you trying to? Were you trying to uh, not simplify it, but were you trying to rectify a case for it? Or? Yeah, no. There would be no scenario where I would want to buy something that would replicate a kiss. Like, just get over it. Like, yeah. there, there, there comes across a line that you cross. That's a little excessive, in my opinion. Uh, so the device was patented. By the Chengzhou Vocational Institute of Mechatronic Technology in China, uh, and was inspired by the in- inventor's long-distance relationship. It gets weirder from here, by the way. Oh no! <laughs> um, so users uh, can also um, so while the device is advertised for long distance couples um this is reported by cnn uh it has also a quote kissing square function um that allows users to pair up anonymously with strangers and if two strangers match successfully and like each other they can ask to exchange kisses otherwise known as losers okay (laughs) No, I, I mean, I, it's just, it ruins the sanctity of a kiss, like an actual kiss. <laughs> like there's, there's some things that should just stay the way they are. Okay. And as, yes, I would, I would have loved to give April a kiss when I wasn't there. And I'm sure you would love, and you can speak differently. You can disagree with me if you'd like, but I wouldn't want to just replicate it in a way that's not true because then I feel like it takes away from the actual kiss. 
I I will say that the long distance relationship thing, I think I can agree with you. I could see a I don't want to say an opportunity, but I could see a thing for strangers to anonymously uh well pair up anonymously. Cause we all know how awkward that first kiss is, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So like I think it takes away from the awkwardness of like being at a bar, like being done on your first date and being like, it was nice seeing you. And then like, there is the intention that you want to swap kisses. And I wish I could show uh, the picture, but Matt, I will have to send you the link in a little bit. But um, I think it takes away the awkwardness of a first kiss with a stranger. Uh, I completely disagree. I think it not only makes it a little more awkward, however, uh what happened to like one i i don't think that like if this is someone you like maybe want to like see if there's something there with um is that really going to replicate how they kiss i don't know um also what happened to like finding the magic of a first kiss I don't know, Matt. I'm no matchmaker, and I'm no. I mean, I'm still a romantic, but I'm, right, a, I'm but a lover, like, not a fighter. You so. want to see like like my first kiss was April. Like there was a lot of magic in that first kiss. Like I wouldn't have that your same first experience. Kiss. You want to hear about the first kiss? Yeah, go ahead. Tell me about your first kiss yeah. if you're comfortable sharing it. Uh, so the first time we hung out, I went over to the place he was at. Mm. Uh, we were in the hot tub. Oh, and uh, oh. she put on some music. What kind of music? Taylor Swift. What song? Love Story by Taylor Swift. <laughs> what, excuse you? Go wash your mouth out with soap right now. I oh. love. So- she, she 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 took the easy route. She took the two she, too easy. Perfect. She took the easy route. It, it was perfect. We were under the stars. No. It was an outside hot tub. It was a beautiful night. Um, I was extremely sweaty from being a mascot for seven hours. It was wonderful. I couldn't have asked for anything better. But like, that's part of like the beauty of our first kiss is like seeing that spark and seeing like, oh wow, like that was a really good kiss. I don't think you can get that same experience from like kissing from your phone. But you've been on a, you've already been on a date with April, right? No. So this was your first. This was the first time we hung out. Correct. You were in a you were in a hot tub the first time you hung out. That's, correct. Wow. Go for you, man. You know, <laughs> that's all looking fly fly like a white guy over here. That's it. <laughs> so, but well, that's wow. I I just think I don't know. I think Taylor Swift would have been too easy. The thing is, I like she she knew like she just I didn't even tell her I like Taylor Swift like she just mm. knew. Put it on. It was like, oh my god, I love Taylor Swift. It was like, oh my god, no way. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Matt, you're probably wondering how the reviews are with this. I sure am. Um, so, one user, this is the best surprise I have given her during our long distance relationship. I don't know. I okay. Let's hear another. One. Another user said, "Thank you, technology." Am I wrong? Tell me, am I wrong? I I think you have a fair case. Let okay. me put it that way. You have a fair you have a fair case in what you're presenting. Um, I just think that you got you gotta you gotta give it a little leeway. You know, 
Like, could you imagine this thing for the Pando? The pandemic? Stop the pandemic. It the pando. <laughs> Every time you say Pando, I think panoramic. Panoramic. <laughs> panoramic and Pando. Yes. There's a D in pandemic and a no D in panoramic. Well, I, that's where my mind goes, okay? Well, okay. <laughs> so, could you imagine this during the pandemic? Um, yeah, people just would have been at home like kissing strangers all day. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get COVID and you'd be practicing social distancing. Yeah, uh, that's a fair point. I'll, I'll agree with that. <clears throat> really, Matt? <laughs> Nailed it. I, apparently they scored. The, no, the, the cashed. Oh, the cashed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully. Okay. Um, yeah, no, the, the pandemic part is, is fair. Um, that would have helped, especially if you're meeting new people. Um, I just, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of things. <laughs> I'm just old school. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just old. Am I too old for this? I don't know. I, I, I get Matt. You should, I, I want I want you to have a live reaction on, on this. So I want you to go to the link that I sent okay. you in the chat yep. and I yep. want you to, I want you to see what this thing looks like. Cause I, I, I watched the episode of the big bang theory. They, they came up with something like this. Mm-hmm. It's very gross. Oh, that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> oh my god, I'm freaked out now. <laughs> you, I was gonna say something you might have to censor. I'm not gonna say it. Go ahead, hit it. I think my balls just shot up back up in, in me. <laughs> Please censor that. Oh my. Um. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. This is awful. This is even worse. Why did you send this to me? I just wanted to. I saw this, it on my Facebook feed this I, morning. This sort of well, I was flagged on my computer and be like, this is X-rated content. I was I was uh having breakfast. I was having some cereal with some berries this morning, and I was looking through my Facebook feed and I'm like, man, oh man, CNN just posted a, a report about a China remote kissing device. You watched this while you ate breakfast? No, I didn't watch it. I saw the article. That's horrible oh i what haven't even watched the video today. yet i haven't even watched the video yet and i can only imagine what it looks like I, i'm not watching the video i'll tell you that, <laughs> that ain't gonna happen that is this oh my god that's weird so let me ask you this mr traditional yeah if you don't want this moving silicon lips mm -hmm. that's warm too that's, what are, what are your other alternatives it. wait till you kiss my person okay Maybe get to know That's the, the obvious person a question. Bit. Okay, why, I, I, why would you just want to go around kissing strangers? Why don't you just want to get to know the person before you start a kiss? I'm, I'm more talking about the relationship side of it. Okay. Well, then you just have to suck it up and not kiss. Okay. Or, this, is a, this is a counter ad for this product. Yeah, or, or just like FaceTime. But, but you still want to kiss, man. Right, I I get that, but like sometimes you can't. Okay. I want to okay. be a major league baseball player. I can't just, you know, I play MLB the show. That doesn't make me a major league baseball player. <laughs> it's a very good comparison, Matthew. Very good comparison. It's the same um, thing with like VR porn. Like I don't. That's just weird. Yeah. Uh. So. The person who patented it actually had an explanation behind it. 
Um, in my university, I was in a long distance relationship with my girlfriend, so we only had contact with each other over the phone. That's where the inspiration of the device originated. Uh, I'm going to botch his name, but Jiang Zongli, uh, the leading in inventor of the design. Uh, it said Jiang had applied for the patent in 2019, but the patent ended in January 2023. And Jiang now hopes someone else could expand on the perfect design. Uh, there's a similar invention, Matt. Did you know that? No. It's called the Kissinger. Uh, it was launched by the Imagineering Institute in Malaysia in 2016, but it came in the form of a touch-sensitive silicon pad rather than realistic-looking lips. I think that's better. I think we're getting close to perfecting it, Matt. No, there will be. The, you, know what's the, you know what the perfection of kiss is? A kiss. Li okay. Human lips to human lips. Do you believe or in the Apple thing? dog lips to dog lips, if you... What? I'm saying dog lips the dog lips. So it's just like a oh, two beans. What did you think I, I said? <laughs> I thought you wanted to kiss dog lips. That's no. <laughs> no, human lips the human lips or dog lips the dog lips. Okay. That that makes much more sense. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, I appreciate the, the, the explanation. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. I, I thought this was a fun and unique uh product and invention that that i wanted to share today but uh looks like you're not digging it so uh looks like i'll have to find another one soon well you don't you don't have to keep finding these things for me i i feel like i do i feel like no, i'm obligated to no i i i think but i think i would have been a lot better off I that image will be in my brain all night <laughs> that's just i'm gonna have nightmares i feel i feel like since you being in a long distance relationship i feel like you you have to um You've been in a shorter long distance relationship than I have. I, I'm, I'm the master out of this, so. In a way. Okay. You are, you are my Padawan. I am master. Well, I mean, you guys see each other more often than I see April. Right. Yeah. I'm still the master. <laughs> sure. Still been doing a long distance, so. Right. So let me let me. So you put it this way: you two have been long distance now. At times recording for eight months. Uh, six. Six. Number. No. Do the math. August. Seven. Seven months. Okay. Seven months. We've been long distance for three three years. I would consider you guys medium distance. Medium distance. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> like you don't thing? live together. But you like have a decent drive. You can see each other on the weekends. Medium distance is absolutely a thing. Medium absolutely, I'm not. I just make that up. I'm being serious. No, you did not make it up. It is an actual. It is an actual thing. Yeah, but medium guy, distance is still tough. I'm not dis disregarding that at all. Oh man, we're gonna do a. We're gonna do a quick pivot here. We're gonna do it. The guy. Ah, you just said we're pivot. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um. So we're on her campus. Do you remember her campus? Her campus? Yeah, hercampus.com. No. Okay. Uh, it's by Avery Woolley, the guide to navigating your mid-distance relationship. Okay. Distance really does make the heart grow fonder. Okay. I yeah, agree with that. Right. As always, communication is key. Well, that is no shit. Regardless of it's any short relationship, short distance, medium distance, long distance, extra long distance, no shit. Yeah, it, that's it. That's all. That's all the. the oh tips. wow! All right. Oh. Well, there we go. 
The keys to a medium distance relationship right there. Avery, I was expecting a whole playbook. You gave me two points. Two bullet points, I mean. <laughs> two bullet points. <laughs> they got hey, kiss it. Hey, they got a kiss. Kiss it. Keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. Keep it simple. <laughs> it was at this moment that everybody brainwave. turned off the podcast. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. So uh well, I did not know mid distance relationship was a thing. Huh. Oh yeah. The, the more you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. See, sometimes Kiss you away. teach me things on the podcast. Sometimes, sometimes I teach you things. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. Okay, we will move on. We have some great segments today. We're gonna start off with a little "Say What." Mike, I'll go first if you don't mind. Lovely. Okay. Well, um, my first "Say What." Uh, adulting is scary, but worth it. Okay. So we just spent a decent amount of time talking about uh, my long distance relationship. Um, I am happy to announce the long distance relationship is over. <gasps> yep, Mike is very surprised. <laughs> um, so as of the release of this podcast, uh, I would have flown down to Florida and driven back from Florida to Pennsylvania with April. Uh, she has moved home. And the most exciting news that I have, uh, which I briefly hinted at a few weeks ago, uh, we are moving in together. And we Yay, have an apartment. Matt! Yep. I'm so excited you and I are moving in together. Well, no. You said we. You and yeah, me. Well, me and April are, are moving in together. Oh. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Clarification. Uh, you can stay over some days if you want. Huh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we got an apartment together, and it's weird, but exciting. Um, this coming week, we will, we will get the keys. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming. Um, kind of happened quick. Um, and it's going to be a great time. Bring me, bring me back to the the whole adulting thing, because mm-hmm. like, that that's kind yeah, of you yeah, talking yeah. So about. Like, bring yeah, bring yeah. me back to it. Let's massage. So that adulting a bit. is hard, uh, but worth it. The things are expensive, man. <laughs> like very expensive. Not just like, you know. Now we're adults, so living on our own, we have rent, we have you know internet, we have to pay for. Uh huh. We got uh, electric, water, uh, groceries. Uh-huh. Everything. I mean, things beer. Just, beer adds up. Um liquor. Uh wine. Wine. Well, I got plenty of wine. No, don't worry <laughs> about that. Um but yeah, it's it's scary because it's a lot of things to think about and a lot of things to do and not a lot of time. But at the end, it's all gonna be worth it. Uh it's a big step in our lives together. And yes, it can be scary, but that shouldn't hold us back from doing something that we think is good for us. I'm happy for you guys. Thank I know you. that's that long time coming. And, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize that, shall I say, our, our acquaintances, our coworkers, our big coworkers of, uh, what do you call it? Our coworkers of our podcast. Um, there was a lot of logistics going in. And, you know, it was always before and after we we recorded the show. Like Matt always had like this long list of things that he he wanted to get off his chest, and 
you know, I can't say I'm, I'm the reason why this all worked out, but uh, I'm, I'm very happy the way that it ended um, and ended up, I should say. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy for, for you and April, Matt. What, what do you think is going to be the first meal that you're going to cook in your new apartment? That's a tough one. Um, I feel like some sort of pasta. We, we've, we started cooking a little bit before she left. Uh, we made mm-hmm. this really good, like sun-dried tomato, like chicken spinach pasta. That was really good. Okay. I'm going to say either some form of pasta or or some form of chicken. Okay. Do you have all the pots and pans for that occasion? We, yes. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, also, shout out to my parents and April's mom. Um, they've been big helps helping us get some things for, for our apartment. Um, couldn't have done it without them. Um, I will say, now I haven't done this yet because, like I said, we're recording ahead of time. Um, yeah. The drive from Florida to Pennsylvania. Right. That's not going to be fun. <laughs> That's just not going to be fun. Are you More doing so one because day I've never been you... in the car longer than like seven hours. Are you doing one day or are you? We're breaking it up into two days. Okay. So you got the, you got the hotel book. So you that got the... would be like almost 20 plus hours in a car if we did it one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's going to suck, but it'll be a cool adventure to do together. Oh, it sounds like it. Yeah. I mean... You get to cross the states, and who knows? You could always veer off and enjoy yourself. Um, you know, I know time is of the essence, and you know you're taking off work and all that. So we um, we will be stopping at a Bucky's. That is for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that on TikTok a lot, and then just I don't know what's the vibe of that. I don't know I, what's the big thing about. I don't that. know either, but she's been the one. She's like, he's just got to go. So we're gonna make a stop okay. and make sure that I get to see a Bucky's. Um. Yeah, but don't don't let uh don't let the scariness of adulting hold you back. That's not my yeah. advice for the week, but <laughs> that's some advice for the week. There you go, beautiful. Um, I forget we do one at a time. Yeah, we haven't done this in a while. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> before the show, I was like. What, what pissed me off this last week? <laughs> those words did come out of your mouth. Those, those words did come out of my mouth. One thing's for sure is, is batteries on phones. Yeah. Um, and I understand, you know, technology, everybody thinks, you know, it's 2023. Why don't we have this? Why don't we have that? Um, yeah. But the fact that I got this phone, I think I've only had it for a year now. The battery percentage, the battery health, is at 92%. And for those of you who don't know, if you have an iPhone, if you go to settings, and then you go to battery, and you go to battery health and charging, um, it says maximum capacity. That Think about that as like, that's how much on your battery is like fully charged at. So like I was one number lower, but my bad maximum capacity is at 93%. So when I unplug my phone fully charged, it is not at 100%. It is at 93%. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Oh, no. Yeah, you got to check at. it. <laughs> All right, so mine um, says 71. Well, so, yeah, yours is at 71%. Yeah, but battery health and looking, charging. Oh, maximum capacity? Yeah, maximum capacity. What's your maximum capacity? 86. Yeah, so... 
there's stuff that happens where it's like you plug it in and you're playing it you're you know you're using your phone while it's plugged in like there's all these things that come into play but i think what also bothers me the most which i think is a subset of this say what is my car play so yeah. like in order for my car play to work in my car i have to plug in my phone same which results in my phone being charged while it's being used correct and I don't know if Apple bypasses it being charged or whatnot, or like there's less voltage going into it, um, which is why it's super important that you have like official branded or the right voltage or the right wattage of your cables and your bricks or your, your cubes or whatever you have you. Um, so that way it charges properly on your phone. Um, but I feel like now, like I, I can't even go home from work without my phone saying 20% battery or I'm at 30%. And like, it's not that I don't use my phone a lot during the workday. Like I text, I'm on social media at times, but like, it should, like, we should have better batteries. Like, and we're already talking about like electric vehicles. And now, now everybody's coming into play with electric vehicle. Now we have this battery that's in the palm of our hand that is not as efficient as it should be. And there is battery replacement plans and Apple's been very open to that now instead of you replacing a new iPhone. Um, I think it mapped out to about like 68 bucks if I wanted to get this battery replaced. Um, okay. I, I think it's worth an exchange because not worth an exchange, but worth a repair because then you're technically getting a new phone mm-hmm. with a new battery. Yeah. I mean, now granted, most, I would say probably 99% of people don't turn off their iPhone ever. Right. And maybe that's not what it was meant for. But the past, how long have iPhones been around? 15 years? Uh, they've been around 2008, 2008, I think. 15 years? Wow. Right on the yeah, dot. Right to me. Yeah. Um, they've been around 15 years and we've known, they've known no one turns off their phone. Like we always keep it on and they always charge it. So it's just kind of crazy that we haven't figured out the battery situation. Um, yeah. Yes, it's it's yeah. I'll I'll be at work like listening to music or listening to a podcast, and then I go to it's like lunchtime and my battery's at like seventy. It's like well, I haven't even been on it. I've just been listening to stuff. Um, so it is frustrating. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think we got to figure out the battery situation. I I believe it. Sorry, alcohol break. Yeah. Um, okay, my last one. The NBA. Julius Caesar, you know I don't follow the NBA. Correct. Um, Mike, what is the biggest issue? No. Well, that was, that was rough. That was, that was a tough one. Sorry, yeah. Um, what is the biggest issue? List off some of the issues with the NBA right now. Let's see if you hit, hit one on the head. Um, trades. No. Okay. See if you can hit the uh, one that I'm thinking of. Low is it is it called loaded loaded management? Load management, correct. Load management. Yeah. yeah. I think that is the biggest issue the NBA is having right now. Refresh my memory again. What does that mean? So basically if a guy um guys just don't play the games to load manage or to like quote unquote like heal an injury, but they're not injured. Like they play two games. And then there's like a road game in Charlotte that they call load management. So they like rest an injury 
that they okay. quote unquote have, but they could still play with. If you can play the game, play the game. Yeah. Like there's a lot of instances where um I I forget the exact story, but like this kid had a sign that was like, oh, I think it was Steph Curry, the Warriors were playing in Cleveland. And the kid had a sign, Steph was load managing, not playing. And the kid had a sign that's like, you know, we traveled like 200 miles to watch Steph play in Cleveland. That only happens once a year. And he's not playing because load management. But he just played the past previous three games. Yeah. And he's fine. Um, I think, you know, these players are making a lot more money now, as they should. They deserve it. Um, however, if you're getting paid a lot of money to play, play, if you can play, unless you're seriously injured and you physically cannot play in the game, don't play. If other than that, play like, um, I think it also comes into the fact with like the MVP discussion, like, um, for example, Embiid has played a lot of, Joel Embiid has played a lot of games recently, but if he was playing at the level he was now, like three years ago when he was missing, like almost half the season, he wouldn't be in the MVP discussion when, in fact, like Nikola Jokic, who's one of the past two MVPs, probably going to win a third MVP, but he plays almost every game. Right. So should a guy be up for MVP that plays 60 games because he load managed 15 of them and he has good numbers, but another guy has equally or maybe a little less good numbers, but he's played 80 out of 82 games. I think that should come into the fact. That should be a determining factor. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of politicking when it comes to that, you know? Like, there's a lot of politicking when it comes to contracts and superstardom and all that stuff. And it's funny, it came to mind a a thing I wanted to mention on the podcast for Say What, but I'll I'll let you complete the NBA. Um, I think... Yeah, load management is a bunch of bull crap. I think what else is becoming a bunch of bull crap is the all-star game. Bad. I think that's just it it's it's awful, you know. Before then it was always home court advantage for the NBA finals, and now they just want to make it fun. And like I, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of uh there's a lot of fun behind the all-star weekend. There's a lot of fun behind the all-star game. But a lot of you saw a lot of superstars did not play. Like there's no Steph Curry. There was no Clay Thompson. Um, help me out. Who else was not well, there? Steph that was actually there. injured. Uh, yeah. Durant was rehabbing. Um, I think those are the only two ones that come to mind. Like Giannis a lot of technically the, played one, one play and then subbed himself yeah. out. Like a lot of the reserves. I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> like, like, they should have been in the 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 rookie versus uh what do you call it rookie versus world rising what's stars that first game. game that they put yeah rising stars versus rookies game like there should have been like they should have been in that but yeah um yeah i don't need 100 percent effort in the all-star game let's give mm-hmm. me like 70 at least try yeah. like the whole game was this guy's like walking down the court throwing lobs or like throwing the ball halfway down like full court down to the other end because the guy is like being uncovered and just it's all three pointers and dunks. Yeah. At least put some effort in. Like there was, mm-hmm. I, I had it on. I I didn't watch any of it. I was on my phone the whole time because it was boring. Yeah, it was so boring. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't worth the watch. No, it really wasn't. And the ratings were down tremendously. Yeah, for the whole weekend. I believe that. Well, because nobody wants to do it. Like 
Matt McClung for literally the guy who. So, am I correct? He signed a contract with the Sixers just so he could do and do and do the so dunk contest. He was in the G League. He got yeah. signed. He he was on the team for like two games and then played. Listen, I, I like Mac McClung because I'm a big college basketball fan. There's a lot of people yeah. who watch the NBA that don't know a lick about college basketball. So if you right. didn't know that he was a star at Georgetown and Texas Tech, you wouldn't know anyone in the dunk contest. Right. Like there's a guy from the Knicks, Jericho Sims. I consider myself a pretty good sports fan and college basketball. Yeah. Enemy. I didn't know who Jericho Sims was. No idea. I didn't know what college you went to. He was on the Knicks. I was like, does he even play? I mean, it, it was bad. Like, Mac McClung was a good name if you knew college basketball. Other than that, like, right. I, you had no interest to watch the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I believe that. So, but yeah, load management is for overall the whole season. Bad. But yeah, it's bad. Um, speaking of basketball um, and speaking of just sports in general, I think this is my say what? My final. I'm ready. <laughs> I love your sports takes. There needs to be an age cap on officiating. I like it. I, I like it. Yeah, go on, continue. So, my brother Trent had a basketball game the the week before this recording. I shouldn't say the week before. In the publication of the pod, the podcast weeks ago, in the publication of the podcast, uh, the ref sucked. Uh, got out of hand. Uh, you know, reality being Trent did get hurt, and they really didn't punish the kid who had Trent get hurt. Mm-hmm. And it just is awful because a lot of those guys are not middle aged men, but they're they're over the hump. Like they are still there over the hump. And they're making these really shitty calls. And the point, and, and, I've, and I've started to realize this as I've watched more games and as I've been to more games. I mean, I, I no longer have to because Trent is done after the season. But refs are meant to not have the game get out of control. Like, it is, it is not meant to call the good calls, call the bad calls. It is just to make sure that the game goes smoothly. And I've always said, and I've said this on the podcast multiple times, you could be consistently good, you could be consistently bad, and it's okay to be one or the other. Being inconsistent in the game is the worst thing that you can be, Mm -hmm. because you don't know what the range is of how far you can go Mm -hmm. before you get called for something or something happens. Like, there was the time where they were fouling the last minute. Our team literally pushed the kid the first time. Didn't call it. And then he knocked the guy the second time and he got called for the second one. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, you should have called the first one and got it over with. Um, But yeah, I believe there should be an age gap, uh, age cap, I should say, um, in officiating. Um, And and I guess I can speak on behalf of that. I think there should be an age cap on all levels of athletic play. So anything that involves championships or anything that involves records, um, so anything from high school, college, and the NBA. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, you're going to have to throw in some, to, some type of benefit since you're age capping people. But I don't know, man. It's it's not worth it to have referees that were just as shitty as that game that Trent had. And I'm, I was very disappointed at that. Like, 
Yeah, so an age cap. Age cap on all officiating. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Uh, inconsistent refs are the worst. That's why everybody was so upset at the Super Bowl was because the holding call that was called at the end, like they were doing all game, no one called it, and then you call it in the last minute of the game, and it yeah. ended the Super Bowl pretty much right then and there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, I'm good with that. Also, Trent, if you're listening, just rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine. Just <laughs> you'll, you'll be fine. Um, what age do you think the cap should be at? Uh, I don't know. For, is this legal? What? Like, isn't this ageism? Uh, I guess it is, but... Okay, okay. Uh, it doesn't ahead, matter can't. either way. I'm going to answer the question. Go ahead, cancel me. Uh, um, <laughs> 60. I would go 50. 55. We'll meet in the middle. Okay, we'll meet in the middle. Okay, 55. There it is. <laughs> now, I think there could be other ways. So, like, as far as officiating, let's just say, you know, there's those three refs that are at that game they could still help officiate. They could be the clock, the clock management or mm-hmm. the possession arrow. Like yep. they just can't be out there calling plays and calling fouls and calling mm-hmm. violations. I, I don't know. I just, have you seen yeah. uh, anything from spring training so far this year? They have a pitch clock now, right? There is a pitch clock. Yeah. Um, so um there is a game i believe is red sox braves bottom of the ninth so spring training games if it's tied at the end of the ninth innings that's it that's the game yeah there's tied in the bottom of the ninth inning two outs bases loaded six six game full count the rule is the batter has to be in the box with eight seconds left i've ever seen this on the pitch clock if not it's a strike it's a full count the batter did not get in the in the box within eight seconds they called strike three that ended the game People <laughs> lost their minds. And yes, we have technology that's assisting us. We um, have technology. We have the technology. Just not for kissing. Um, but yeah, I, I know this is a very age discrimination topic, mm-hmm. but hey, this is say what's a safe space. Correct. Um, <laughs> that's if you feel like if you feel like you want to go against me in that. Clearly, you never played a sport before. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what this segment was made for. Just for stuff to get off our chest in a safe yeah. space. No judgment. At least I'm not judging you. You're not judging me. Yeah. Watch, it'll come to bite me in the ass, but who cares? That's future years problem. Yeah, it's my future. That's right. future me's problem. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Last segment we have for you. This beer is just making me hiccup a lot. So I apologize. Uh, But speaking of beer, it's time for Matt's Drunk Thoughts. Um, I just got a notification on my phone of a a boxer, quote unquote, boxer that is fighting today. Just just pissed me off. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Who's he going up against? Yeah. uh, Tommy Fury. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even though I agree, never say his name on the podcast again. Um, all right, Matt's drunk thoughts. I got a decent amount. So, when was when was the last time you got drunk? It's none of your business. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I am moving, obviously. Yes. Uh, with that, you need to buy a lot of stuff for the, the living room, the bedroom, the kitchen. Um, and they make, so 
they make like dining room sets and they make yes. like kitchen sets and they make like living room sets, right? And the matching, like yeah, the, the matching bedroom and all. sets. They don't, why don't, now this is, might be a genius idea by me. Why don't they make a set for the whole entire house? <laughs> the house kit. The house set. <laughs> like the, the dining room matches the living room, matches the bedroom. Maybe the kitchen could be a little different. But like, because like I recently got a dining room table set. But then there is no like living room set that matches it. So I have to try to find something that's like similar in color. And why isn't everything just made in one? One giant set, everything matches. Doesn't that make sense? This is honestly better than your extra large pillowcases. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we should create, wait, maybe let's fact we check make this. Funny maybe we should create yeah. dining table just with a giant house logo in the middle. Kit. So, so what do you think? A house kit for sale. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know what's going to pop up when you Google that. Small house kits for sale. MightySmallHomes.com um, I think that's like, like we should a create. House. We should create. Oh, wow. Huh. Do you, okay, I want the modern. I want 256 square feet. Wow. That's, this that's is a nice. Lot. Wait, I can buy. Oh, okay. Right. So the total Breaking square footage. The buy a house live on the podcast. Buy Jenna, a house. Jenna, get ready. Yeah. The base kit, okay. The base kit cost is twenty six thousand eight hundred eighty five dollars. There is a DIY cost, which is eighty thousand six hundred fifty five dollars. You throw a builder in there; it is one hundred thirty four thousand to one hundred sixty one thousand for a house? kit. The example floor plan. Oh, this looks disgusting. Oh, that's to build the house. Yeah, this is literally to build the house. Yeah, I'm just Doesn't talking like the bad. house is it built. Looks nice. Well, yeah, it's a hundred and some thousand. Mighty um, small, but homes. I just mean like huh. TV stands, coffee table, which nothing will beat the coffee table we had in college. I tried to convince April to get the same ones, he won't do it. <laughs> For those that don't know, our coffee table in college was cardboard, cardboard box. box. Um, I don't know, I don't know why. I think it serves its purpose, uh, whatever. Saved us a lot of money, yeah. Uh, but make the <laughs> dining room table, chairs, uh, coffee tables, end tables, bed sets, dressers. Mm -hmm. TV stands, make it all the same. It just I makes your it. life that much easier. I feel it, I, dude. I'm, I'm in. Okay, invest. All right, I'm in. One for one. <laughs> uh, number two. I have three on the list. Number two. Um, we've obviously been streaming again. It's been going yes. very well. It has. Um, however, and I, I, this isn't really something that is a new thought. Like I've kind of seen okay. this online, and like I, I'm just agreeing with it. Video games are just like everyone's playing the same games they've been playing for like the past like two years. Okay, I'm going to exclude so like, Hogwarts Legacy because that's kind of a new one. It's not like right. controversy around that one, and I'm not a Harry Potter fan. But like, Mike, we've been streaming for like two years at this point. Yep, we've been playing Rocket League and Fortnite. Okay, and like, there's I'm thinking the big streamers like there was Warzone. Is Fortnite Rocket League like Valorant? Am I missing any? I GTA. Okay, GTA. That big game has been around for like nine years. Yeah. Like, where have we just lost creativity in games, or 
like where's this new exciting game that's gonna be a subdivision of other games like what happened what's going on so, here? so here's even more of a drunker thought yeah i'm ready so like you want this new game to come out right yeah wouldn't it eventually fall into the category of like the same with rocket league fortnite warzone gta so like you're saying you want this game to basically trailblaze past all these games that we've seen for the last two years it doesn't have to trailblaze it but there's just been like no like new game released it can be something similar like warzone was was great when it came out this is a subdivision of fortnite because it's a battle royale so i guess what i'm trying to say is once this new game comes out wouldn't it just fall in the quote category of the rest of the games that you were saying like we've been playing these for the last two years yeah two years from now it'll say that right which i think avoids which i think goes back doesn't avoid the the real issue here is that we've seen the same games played for the last two years right that's what i'm saying like there's just right. been no like like when fortnite came out everybody played fortnite everyone is crazy right. about fortnite Everybody stopped playing everything else. We like Fortnite. We when like Warzone Fortnite. came out, people a lot of people went from, you know, it's a different game than Fortnite, so there's different content right. and different gun builds and all that stuff. Um, but there's been like no like I guess Hogwarts has been like the cool one. I I haven't watched much of it. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I don't know. Um, so that's like an open world one. But there's just been like nothing. Like there's just it's just been the same games for the past two years, which they're good games. Like I still enjoy playing Fortnite and Rock League, but it'd be cool to like now that we are like content creators to like dive into a game with new content. I think it's the investment too. Like, yeah, we we are content creators, but we also don't want to rip 50, 60 bucks on a game that we only are gonna like playing for what two weeks and then mm-hmm. be done with it. Like that, that was me with Pokemon. Knockout City. One of those, one Knockout City, City yeah. one of those games. Um, among Us. Among Us. Had like a good it, five months. Like it comes in spurts, which is fine. Like it comes in spurts, but I, I don't, I think what Call of Duty, Warzone, Fortnite, Rocket League have is all these changes to the game with still the same functionality that the game's purpose is. Like Fortnite's Battle Royale, 100, 100 people in, last one standing gets a victory royale. The guns change, the locations change, the perks change, the different mechanics change, but it's still the game of Fortnite of 100 to 1. Mm-hmm. I get that, but there's someone's got to, and I'm sure the pandemic had some effect on this. Right. But like someone's got to make a new Battle Royale. Like, it, like, is- like, for example, Fall Guys. This is Battle Royale, an extent. Right. With different rules. Would you think, though, would it be an uphill battle, an extreme uphill battle, if you tried creating a battle royale when you've had these very set and solidified battle royale games? Probably, but that's just up for these big video game companies to make it and market it. Right. And I, and I think that's, that's where your point can come in is, where's the creativity in trying to develop something that isn't mm-hmm. a battle royale? Uh, yeah, really. I mean, all of it, if you think of it, bare bones, it's a battle royale. First one to do it wins. Yep. And I, I, I think the way it's going to go is open world. I think yeah. we've seen that with the new Pokemon game, especially the new Hogwarts game is, is supposed mm-hmm. a crazy open world. Um, the Lego Star Wars game. Is that cross-platform? 
Uh, not that I'm aware of okay. right now. When that becomes I mean, cross-platform, played... we are absolutely playing Lego Star Wars. Well, I've, I've, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's just make sure Lego Star Wars. I think Wars. open world is the way to do it. And then you see, can add the add-ons to the open world. It's, it's not, um, what do you call it? The worst part is, is it's not, it's not, um, oh yeah, no, no cross plays available for Star Wars, the Skywalkers. <laughs> that sucks. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like just get more creative. I don't know how that is because I'm not a creative person, but someone out there is. Someone's got to do it. Somebody out there. <laughs> All right, my last one. So I am watching College Pass for right now. I'm sweating okay. out a four leg parlay that's coming down to UCLA. March Madness starts this week. Yes. Uh, this Sunday is Selection Sunday. Mike, what's the best part about March Madness? The, the tournament itself or just the, the time of the year of March Madness? Uh, the tournament itself. Um, I mean, I don't know. It kind of brings... I mean, it brought all of us together in the house when we were in college. It sure did. Like with the that brackets. huge snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, um we had these crazy bets that we played and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff so um but like know. the actual tournament what's like the oh. games are being played what's the best part yeah the the upsets mm-hmm. correct why is there not for college sports specifically and i guess there there is for some college sports there should be a march madness tournament for every college sport Oh, and I guess there is in a way in with baseball, there's like the college world series and those playoffs there. College soccer has it hockey, but like I'm talking like every conference is in it, whether you win the conference tournament, like everyone says in, in football, like there's a 14 college football playoff that I think an eight team or a 12 team is coming. Yeah. I think it's 12. That's great. But there's only like certain there's conferences like that can make it. games. Right. Yeah, right. There's like full. Yeah. The beauty of March Madness is we put teams against each other that no one thinks they have a chance, that would never play each other this late in the season to begin with. And there's so many upsets. So, like, no duh, like, the lower-ranked college football team isn't going to beat the higher-ranked college football team, but we never get that matchup because we don't know. In college football, you play three or four non-conference games a year, and you schedule those out years in advance, and then you play the conference tournament. So if there was, like a 42-team college football playoff, there would absolutely be upsets. Upsets can happen any day of the week. So right. the beauty of college sports is that anyone can beat anybody on every given day. And that should happen for every sport. Every sport. I like it. Mm-hmm. However, I think the deliverability of a March Madness bracket per every sport, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be efficient enough. What do you mean? So basketball. Yeah. Basketball, you have. Okay, let's kind of run through here. Yeah. You can have a March Madness for football. Yep. You can have a March Madness for basketball. Yep. You can have a March Madness for soccer. Yep. March Madness for volleyball? Absolutely. Absolutely. March. Okay, maybe I take that back. I think what's easy about March Madness for basketball is it's the arena, it's the hoops, and that's it. Like, or maybe it's just cost too much for every every NCAA sport. To well, have. that's money's irrelevant in this in this yeah. conversation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
if money's imaginary. No, I, I think it would bring people more together. And I think it would really highlight a lot because you see those schools and colleges that come to these March Madness brackets that like you have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. But yet once they start ripping through, like Matt knows a local team that beat Duke uh, in the NCAA March Madness mm-hmm. bracket. It was a huge upset. Yep. But, um, you know, the. I think it would highlight a better it would it would highlight better some of the teams and some of the college and universities mm-hmm. because i think that's that's also an enrollment thing too like if you get these random teams that are going through the ncaa march madness bracket and literally destroy the dukes in the north carolinas of the world perfect opportunity for um what do you call it perfect opportunity for for enrollment initiatives yeah i i mean think of it this way when butler played duke in the final four if there's Merrill march madness and there's like a 20 team tournament Butler would would never make the tournament. They would never would have played a national right. championship game or go to back to back final fours. Um it, it helps the athletes too. And, and and let's let's probably just football and specifically I'm gonna take a I'm gonna throw an athlete's name out there. Yeah. Jelly Walker. He is a basketball player at UAB. They made the tournament last year. I think they won a game. He is an electric scorer. If there was no March Madness tournament, no one would know the kid's name was Jelly Walker. And, you know, part of the great part of March Madness is these kids at not power five, non-Power 5 schools can make a name for themselves and That's prove true. they can, can play against the big prospects and potentially play in the NBA. So if yeah. you get, like, a quarterback at Buffalo who makes their college football tournament, rattles off a run to, like, the Elite Eight, when they weren't supposed to win a game and that quarterback plays well, he could have a career in the NFL. Yeah. yeah I, I think there's, that. I think when it comes to college sports in general, I think there's too much focus on the power five schools. Yes, because they make the most money, but everybody assumes just because the team at Tennessee is at Tennessee, that they are better than the team at UAB. That's not true. Right. Like, no, just because they have high prospects, I don't care what you did in high school. I care what you're doing for the team now. Mm-hmm. Like, not every high school prospect is great in college. Not every college prospect is great in the NFL. You just have Absolutely. to be a good player. Like, I don't, like, scouts do a great job. And for the most part, I think they probably get it right. But scouts can be wrong. I mean, there's even guys drafted, undrafted in the NBA that become really good players. Like, right. scouts are wrong. And I think we shouldn't always focus on the power five schools because there's a lot of great college athletes and these lower level schools and even D2 and D3 that are better than division one athletes. They just are. Yeah. No, I believe and that. And think about how many mm-hmm. high schools just don't get scouted just because people think they don't produce good talents, but like you never know what freshman at a high school team is going to be good or not. You just don't know. Yeah. Well, and the, the same with the virality, like, it takes one viral moment for them to actually start getting people there. Like, yeah, if Zion Williamson probably wasn't dunking and making his way through, mm-hmm. no one would ever have co- covered him. Correct. Um, but there are some teams, March Madness, that I like and what I don't like. Okay. Uh, the team I'm watching right now, UCLA, which if they win by uh, seven would be great. It's relevant. <laughs> uh, I like UCLA. I think UCLA is going to win the whole thing. Uh, I think they're a veteran team. They're kind of under the radar. Uh, the only thing that scares me is they pay in the Pac-12, and the Pac-12 kind of sucks, but uh, I like usually to win it all. 
Uh, I'm going to throw out some frauds. Teams that I think are fraudulent. Okay. Uh, Purdue. I was big on Purdue like two weeks ago. They're just good because they have a guy that's 7-3. Other than that, they suck. So Purdue, fraudulent. Yeah, very hot take. Um, Arizona, fraudulent. Uh, Tennessee, fraudulent. Uh, There's another team I want to throw out as a fraud, and I don't remember who it was off the top of my head. Uh, Teams I like that could make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. If Jelly Walker and UAB get in, Love Jelly Walker. Um, I like Creighton. As a Creighton's probably gonna be a four or five seed. I think they're a very good team. Um, NC State, I think, is a very good team. Um, and as a Duke fan, they will be lucky to win one game in the tournament. Wow, Duke's very overrated. If North Carolina gets in, don't buy the hype that North Carolina is not a good team. Oh, Virginia, fraudulent. Virginia is very fraudulent. Great defense. Um, terrible offense. They've lost like two in a row. They just lost uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, back-to-back games to Boston College, North Carolina. Not good teams at all. Uh, and I believe I, the stat is correct. Out of the past 20 college basketball March Madness winners, the team that wins has to be, I believe it's the top 40 in offense and the top 22 in defense in Ken Palm ratings. Ken Palm is like mm. this kind of like rating system that they do. It's yeah. either top, it's top 40 or top 22. It's offense or defense either side. This year, there's only like four teams that can do it. I think it's Kansas, UCLA, and there's two other teams. So just keep that in mind as you're building your March Madness bracket that generally those teams are the ones that win it all. That's all I got. All right, love it. <laughs> that was a big rant, but that was just bringing back the sports yeah. side for a little bit. Man. Come on, UCLA. Ooh. All right. Well, we're going to conclude this quickly. Uh, well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social media at solo.to slash funnybusiness. There you can uh, find all of our good social stuff and our Twitch stuff um, and all that good stuff. Our merch stuff and stuff like that. And speaking of stuff, Mr. Matthew. Yes. What is your advice for the good people of the funny business world? Um, I'm going to get this out a little week early. Next week is St. Patrick's Day. My mom's birthday. Happy birthday, it's mom. Shout out, Mama Gambita. Happy birthday. Wear something green on St. Patrick's Day. Dinga, dinga, so get a, you get a week head start. Or if That's you listen to this on Monday, you get a couple days head start. Uh, but don't be that guy that wears red on St. Patrick's Day. That's yeah, a little weird. <clears throat> Can't be that guy. Yeah. Um, also, a little other piece of advice. Springtime is coming. It's time to break out those spring colors. It's time to get a little more vibrant with our wardrobes. Because if we do that, then it's going to get warmer. Correct. Yeah. Dress warm, feel warm, be warm. Yes. Even though dress warm means dress warm, like with a jacket, but. Well, like. I mean, like dress for warm, dress for warm weather, dress for warm, feel like it's warm weather. We will have one weather. That's better. That's yeah, better. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that concludes another episode. And until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>